even before virtual classrooms, we had a bit of that. My geography teacher used to set us the lesson and then fuck off in the stockroom with the second fittest art teacher for 20 years. <laughs> Only the second The second fittest. He didn't, he didn't set his standards. The, the, too, the right? fittest was out of his league. Oh, <laughs> that sounded a bit like choosing the second least expensive bottle of wine from the wine list. Text, yeah, textbook right. move. Beggars can't be choosers and all that. What I'm worried about is having to have to dip out during. So if you're willing to accept that risk, I'm okay. But I'm also I, happy. I mean, it's it's your risk data. for points, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get a big lead and then just piss off and just coast. That, see if how, would it, <laughs> that would be proper, like, gangster, wouldn't it? You're just like, I'm just going to answer the first four questions and fuck off and still win. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the world famous Long Snapper podcast. I'm going to cut to the chase. We're in a bit of a rush. Guess what? Craig is dropping in out and can't commit to doing two hours at a time. Um, Just got better, more important things to do, uh, but wants to do the quiz. So we're going to get straight into that because he's here right now. Hi, Craig. Hello, mate. Um, Very quickly, Mark's here. Hi, Mark. Hello. Pat's here. Hi, Pat. All right. There you go. We'll do some other stuff, but very quickly get into the quiz. Now, this could go horribly wrong because it is an audio-based quiz and you are going to need to identify stuff. So I have um, some voices and you need to buzz in and tell me who you think these voices are. Pretty simple rules. Buzz in with your name. If you get it right, you get a point. I'm not going to take a point off if you get it wrong, but I will freeze you out of the question. So that that seems fair, Quizmaster. Yeah, I don't want you to all not guess um, because I don't really know how hard this is going to be. Um, we're going to start with five players, though. Um, they may or not may not have retired from the NFL, um, but you will definitely have heard of them. So buzz in if you think you know. Here is player one yeah I, I tried to a couple times in the game where i was trying to get through mark. spots that i usually could get yes mark that's pat mahomes that is pat mahomes um, very you... fast mark very fast. fast you get a point annoying me fast. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's got quite an annoying little yeah. shrill voice hasn't he well, you know who he is that's what i'm saying it's quite it's kermit isn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> very kermit all right here is number two I got hurt on turf field, so you know how I feel about it. There's been so many injuries that's happened on turf fields. I mean, it's just proven. It. I mean, it's not really good for the league. Any idea? In some cases, what they're saying might be a clue. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not. In some cases, it's completely irrelevant. Any guesses? Do you want to play it again? Yes. Yes, please. Because that... May not. I got hurt on turf field, so you know how I feel about it. There's been so many injuries that's happened on turf fields. I mean, it's just proven. It. I mean, it's not really good for. Pat. Yes, Pat. Saquon Barkley. Incorrect. Bad luck. Um, Mark or Craig, you can have a guess. I guess Von Miller. Nope. Any idea, Mr. Evans? No. Okay, that was Derek Henry. Ah. Yeah, that's what he sounds like. Um, okay, 
was going to drive from New Orleans to Thibodeau, Louisiana, where the camp mm-hmm. is, about an hour. He drove, but we ran out of gas. Pat. Yes, Pat. Breeze. No, it's not Drew Breeze. Mark or Craig, any ideas? You play it again. Uh, sure. This is slick, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate cool. the effort. We're going to drive from not... New Orleans to <laughs> Thibodeau, Louisiana, where the camp mm-hmm. is, about an hour. He drove, but we ran out of gas. Is it Eli Manning? It is Eli Manning. Wow. That gets you a point. Well done. Um, all right, number four. I feel great, man. You know, this is this is the ultimate goal. This is what you work for. So to be at this point, you know, one we here and you know, we win, we are world champions, so it, it feel real good. Any ideas? Mark. Yeah, have a, have a go, Mark. Is it Jalen Ramsey? Nope, it is not. Pat. Yes, Pat. Pat, you're first. Someone equally likable. Is it Antonio Brown? <laughs> no. It's, I don't want to give too much of a clue, but it's definitely someone more likable. Um, Craig, <laughs> doesn't narrow it down. <laughs> um, Craig, you buzzed. You must... that, that, was, that was my guess. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, want to have another guess? Um, I'd be asking you to play it again, and then I'd be sitting here thinking about it. So, <laughs> I'm not. I, I get the impression you're not invested in this, Craig. <laughs> oh, he's definitely, he's definitely invested. Um, all right, that was Aaron Donald. I am here to tell you. All right, that's what Aaron Donald sounds like. It is. There you go. Next one, your final player in the in the round um, is. When I say natural family planning, many people probably wonder what in the world is that, and I even thought the same thing. Pat. Yes, Pat. It's got to be Philly Rivers. <laughs> it is Philip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> that, get, that gets you your first point. Mark is on two. All right. The next five clips are announcers slash commentators. Um, so the clips are a little bit longer, but feel free to buzz in at any point if you think you know who they are. The first one is coming up, hopefully. Third and 17. So the big rush from Gary Trubisky wants the ball. It's scooped. Yes, Mark. That sounds like Mike Tirico. It is Mike Tirico. You are on fire. Next one. Manning on third and 10. He fires. And the catch is made by Cruz, who breaks free. One man to beat. Victor Cruz down the sideline. Cruz is going to take it. All the way, tying an NFL record, 99 yards from Manning. Familiar, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mark, is it Kevin Burkhart? It's not Kevin Burkhart, no. Um, ah. Go on. Was that Joe Buck? No, it's not Joe Buck. Can I have a guess, guess, Craig? Name a random announcer who you're not quite sure who they sound like. At some point, one of the few announcers' names that I know are going to come up, so I'd rather save it. For You're going to keep your powder dry. <laughs> <laughs> Just guess the same one every round till it's right. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, that was Kenny Albert. Uh, yeah, oh, what was it? Okay, number three from your announcers. Knowledge to stay with the Browns. Yes, Mark. Kevin Harlan. No. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll start it. I'll start it again for Alex, the other two. To stay with the Browns. 
Roethlisberger in trouble. Avoids it. Out of trouble. Roethlisberger looking for it all. Touchdown! Brown against Hayden. Roethlisberger is a magician. Craig. Yes, Craig. Is that Joe Buck? No, that is not Joe Buck. (laughs) (laughs) Go on, Pat. All right, Jim Nance. No, it's not. That was Iron Eagle. Um, It was hard to gauge what the levels of knowledge would be like on this. Or not knowledge, but how much it's how much you pay attention. It's you who loves all the names of all the announcers and presenters. (laughs) I do, I'm not going to lie. When we talk it in the group, it's you. (laughs) Well, next time you should pay attention. Here's your next question. It's a second down and three. Jackson's Yes, Mark. That's Kevin Harlan. I think you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that is Kevin Harlan. Um, I want to play the clip because it is absolutely incredible. He's talking about Lamar Jackson. Just listen. It's a second down and three. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him dart back and forth. Oh, he broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. <laughs> and he's got a touchdown. He is Houdini. What a play. <laughs> 47-yard touchdown run by the magical quarterback, Lamar Jackson. Oh, just brilliant. Oh, no, so good. If you can't... Was it, was, it, was it Kevin Harlan who once called the, like, he was calling a game and there was another game going on at the same time that directly impacted it, and he ended up just commentating on both at the same yes. time? Yes, yes, yeah. that was him. It was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Brilliant. All right. Um, I suspect that nobody's going to get this, but I'm playing this last one anyway. Disaster for Indianapolis, Elijah Molden. Unbelievable. I've got blank faces. I can, I can, oh, def- I can definitely hear them. I can. I recognise he's, he's it. Def- he's definitely called a few disasters for Buffalo as well in his time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure of that. Um, um, what's his? What's his? What's the first initial of his first name? S. Yes. I mean, if that doesn't help you, I'm not sure anything will. That's Spiro Dedes. Spiro Dedes. Check out Deeds. <laughs> De- I'm not, yeah, maybe it's pronounced Deeds. I'm not even sure. I know how he pronounces words, though. Um, all right, five coaches. Craig may or may not be in this quiz at this point. Um, <laughs> He's just got up and walked off. All these guys were head coaches at some point during the 2022 season. Um, so how many can you get? Here is the first. Uh, the only thing that you wish is it was grass, because I, I love I'm a, I love the grass stains. I'm a big grass stain guy. I just... But yes, <laughs> um, that is um, or it's, it sounds like Dan Campbell. It is Dan Campbell. Well done. That gets you another point. Um, you are on five. Um, you're sailing away. Into the distance, but camp Pat cracks you. I just told you. We just went through a few weeks, a couple of things, bad things happening. Okay, you have to deal with those. Go, on, Mark. Pete Carroll. No, it is not. Pat, would you like? To, I'll play it from the start. Thank you. We, we, I just told you. We just went through a few weeks, a couple of things, oh, bad things happening. Game, isn't it? Okay, you have to deal with those <laughs> things, and it's tough. It's not easy to to try and separate and compartmentalize situations like that. Any Mate idea, Pat? No, it's not. Um, is it Ron Rivera? Yeah, it was. Absolutely, Ron Rivera. Um, the next one is... We, it's one thing you love doing as a coach is just finding that one more thing that you can get to even make them greater than they already are. So 
that's what that's what we do, and we we enjoy doing it. And uh, I've had a lot of time to do it, and we've got some really good stuff. Eid, have, Eid, have you got any idea? Look, maybe not a familiar voice, which is which is strange. I will I will tell you the answer. That was Andy Reid. You may have heard of him. Was it really? Mm. Wow. Okay. Rich is, Rich is very happy for him. Rich, yeah, <laughs> and will always be. Oh, it's such a great time. I mean, just being out here with these guys, they've been working really hard and buying in, so it's just great to see the product out on the field. Any idea here? Play it again. Oh, it's such a great time. I mean, just being out here with these guys, they've been working really hard and buying in, so it's just great to see the product out on the field. Pat. Yes, Pat. Kevin Stefanski? No, it is not Kevin Stefanski. Any idea, Mark? Um, I don't know. I, I'll go Brandon Staley. Um, Pat, it was someone you guessed for a previous question. That was Nathaniel Hackett. Um... <laughs> and your final head coach. Um, have a go at this. Well, I think it's easy to answer that question. Uh, where we are right now, you said number one, the number one overall pick in help. Is that what you said? Yeah, you said it right. Yeah. How about the number two overall? Could that help? Yeah, number three. There's a lot of pigs that can help. That's how I look at that. Pat. Yes, Pat. Lovey Smith. Yeah, it is Lovey Smith. Well done. Um, that gets you a point, but that is not enough to stop Mark getting some music. Well done, Mark. <laughs> well played. Um, there you go. Craig has dropped Mike and left. Um, he wasn't winning this. Um, I, you know, he was. He wasn't getting the six points he needed let's be let's be clear about that um, <laughs> i'm not convinced he really understood the rules i mean they weren't complicated <laughs> the rules in this but case that, that, that tends not to matter say who you hear <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> um i did i should have slipped joe buck jim Lance, and al michaels in there really um just for just for a few crowd pleasers but um, <laughs> i didn't that's not how that's not how you roll adam <laughs> it's it's not how i roll Absolutely. um Although, yeah, whether they're my favourites. Who's your, who's your favourite announcer? Play-by-play guy. Harlan. Harlan, by, by distance. Oh, I like, yes. Good choice. Good I, think choice. He, I, think he, I think he's brilliant. He's, yeah, ex, excellent commentator. I've really, really gone off. I've always used to be an Al Michaels and Chris Collingsworth fan. Um, and I still like Collingsworth, but I feel like Al Michaels is getting to a point now where he's just... He's lost his ability to really find enthusiasm in the biggest moments. A bit like this season I'm, checked him out. Totally checked him out. Yeah, it's just like there are moments where you, you look. Do you at know, the, you know, some people should have retired earlier than they did. Maybe I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe some people should have stayed retired after the big moment last year. Um, yeah, yeah, hung yeah. around for another year like a bad smell. Absolutely, I, I didn't agree. get the hint. Um, Al, Al yeah. Michaels is definitely that person. Mm. Adam Vinatieri is an obvious no one else. example of that recently, I think. No, yeah, no one else, but Al Michaels <laughs> no, no, is that one. No, no one else. I, 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 think I, I, like, the Jags I still game. like the guy. I can't, I can't ever not love Al Michaels. But I, I like know, him, I but I mean. look at the Jags game after they come back like in the, the most one of the most remarkable comebacks in NFL playoff history. And they kick the winning field goal, and it's like, nice oh, kicked field goal. There's a penalty on the field, and it's against the defense. 
And you think, come on, son, let's let's get a bit, let's let's have a little the biggest bit biggest moment in our history for like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, and he, he could barely manage a smile. You look at Kevin Harlan, he would have been waxing lyrical about that. And yeah, he's like, he gives nothing at all. And so, yeah, I think... Uh, Kevin Harlan would be more excited calling a third and 18 draw play in yes. a 3-3 Houston versus Cleveland game in week 16 than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Joe uh, Buck, because Joe Buck's one that's always been accused of being a little bit moribund when it comes to the biggest moments. You look at some of the 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 helmet catch, the the Giants helmet catch in the in the Super Bowl, and the way that um, that Eli Manning escapes the pressure. It's like Eli Manning escapes. I think I think there are some we've talked. I think we've talked about that moment before, but there are some sometimes a commentator can ruin a oh. big moment by just screaming too much. Like I, I think Joe Buck and the the Derek Henry 99-yard touchdown. And when Henry got into the end zone, I think there's like 23 seconds where nobody says anything. And he just they just let the you just see the celebrations and the fans and everybody go nuts. And it just works. I, I, I um, get it. And I get it. Like and there is definitely an art to funnily enough I I did my one of my papers at university was on exactly this subject and i think it's there is an art to shutting up as a commentator and letting the moment speak for itself but that that tends to be in like a celebratory moment not in a describing the actual action moment and it's when you're like talking about it like oh yeah he's, he's got it and like it doesn't it doesn't give the, the moment the gravitas it deserves and i think buck and al michaels this year have been really really guilty of that um I love this. <laughs> this is right. This is right up my street. <laughs> uh, Pat, who's your favourite announcer? We had this discussion at your place. I'm not sure I can name one. Well, I mean, we established that in the quiz, but yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, I think the Kevin Harlan. I find the enthusiasm infectious. Like, I really, really love listening to him. Um, sometimes he makes mistakes, but I think I don't think you can commentate at, with that speed and that level of enthusiasm without doing it. I like I, I kind of liken him to Murray Walker, um, yes, yeah. and like, but you, the product was better for having him because it would just it just brings the pictures to life. Like you can't not enjoy something with Murray Walker commentating or or Kevin Harlan, and you forgive the mistakes because you know you could see the pace of everything that's going on in front of you and you'd you'd make mistakes yourself anyone would trying to do that um and yeah but uh, the other end of the scale someone like joe buck probably doesn't make those kind of errors but is is does that mean that he's better not necessarily um i i mean i i with Al Michaels going to Amazon, like I, st- I, st- I still like, like, like it's just an iconic voice and I could never not love him, but having Tariko now with Collinsworth, that is elite it's, to me. It's better. Yeah, it's better, certainly. Yeah. Um is brilliant. Like, and I think he gets, like he, he doesn't, he won't get as excited as some probably, but I think he sort of gets the level yeah. of where he needs to be. He just seems to have that knack for understanding the gravitas of a moment that's happened mm. and giving it the the you know, the the welly in his voice that it deserves. Whereas Michael's just seems to be a bit like monotone throughout the whole thing there. I like Iron Eagle, who's um, yeah, yeah. like the sec the second well, the second to Jim Nance on CBS who gets the odd playoff game. Um 
And I think he, sometimes a few too many cliches come out of his mouth and he can't help himself. But I think, again, it's sort of when he's excited, you're excited. Um, what I like best is the fact that people have turned into listen turned to, to listen to us talk about the championship games. Which have they? About- have they really? <laughs> they better than that by people now. Are like, people are like, but why are they banging on about announcers? Who's the dude who says slippery as a raindrop? I like him. He's got a good poetic turn. That, that's definitely Kevin Harlan. I get well. That sounds like Kevin Harlan. That would be the sort it of. It wasn't thing a good impression, but it's a lovely <laughs> turn of phrase. Yeah, yeah, he's. Um, yeah, there was a, a description of a punt um, that oh, I'll dig that out. I, I, I wouldn't do it justice if I uh, if I tried to do it now. Uh, right, let's move on. Let's move on. What's your favourite type of um, field surface in the NFL? <laughs> I bring this up because because there there is huge news in the NFL today, um, and you you yeah you've been asleep if you've missed the massive news in the nfl today uh, which is that the tennessee titans have announced that they're changing from grass to field turf for the 2023 season um i noticed your dislike of that in some of the audio clips you were selected (laughs) (laughs) injury i got injured on turf yeah i may have seen that particular clip yesterday about it but yeah it's the logic there is that the field at nissan stadium has been atrocious towards the end of the season they they struggle uh, i've been doing all sorts this is this is why you're listening to this um i've done all sorts of uh, reading about this and places like nashville where it's hotter than the sun in september and quite cold in december they struggle to keep a good grass field if somewhere's hot all year round or it's cold or, or cool all year round it's easier to do so they tend to struggle so the the logic is actually to reduce the injuries despite what the optics of it say um so we'll see the titans have struggled with injuries and they've seen that as a factor so whether that makes a difference i don't know i don't like it though i don't like domes and there should be grass fields in the outside in the elements and it should be muddy and it should be messy and ugly and players should slide around all over the place um but not get hurt i guess which what it's all about Mm. um at least we've covered the big stories on the, in the NFL today. All of the big stories in All the NFL them. today. Nothing else worth talking about. Yeah. Um, a couple of head coach hires, though. I don't want to miss. Don't want to miss something big out. Um, no, definitely, good. Don't, yeah. We definitely want to do that. Yeah. Um, this might have been yesterday, but Sean Payton uh, is off to the Broncos, which I, th- I think is probably one of those that a lot saw coming. It wasn't that. Wasn't like it was a secret. Um, but that's that's now official. He is done with his sabbatical. Um, I don't know what you guys think. I I could see this actually working. Yeah, I think so. He did a good job turning Jameis Winston from a thriller minute turnover slash touchdown machine into a serviceable, actually consistently winning games quarterback. And that bodes well for the obvious deficiencies that we saw in Russell Wilson that need turning around. Um, see how friendly he is with uh, Pete Carroll, whether they can have a chat in the off-season about how they get the best out of the boy. But it feels like a step forward for them. It might lead to uh, their defensive coordinator coming back, Fangio. So it be interesting to see what happens there. Um, the 
draft compensation is maybe a concern given they were already a bit shy of draft picks but it is what it is you've just got to take it forward with that I I don't know if that's right you know like he's retired in inverted commas from the Saints um, but he's yeah I, I sort of see that differently I don't think it's fair that the Broncos should have to pay the Saints compensation. Um, but that surely, surely any coach who's decided they want out of their contract could just go, oh, I've retired. And then, yeah. and then come I, back I, and I, say, oh, okay, I'm going to go to that team now. Is that there has to be some, if he's under contract and still would have been, yeah, I think it, there has to be some form of compensation like there would be in the, in any other sport. I like, logically you're right. I just, it just, the common sense side of it to me, it just feels a bit, I mean, maybe the Saints are screwed over, but they're screwed over by him retiring out the blue, in inverted commas. He's not retired. So I suppose it's a bit iffy that way. Um, but they're not screwed over by the Broncos. Like, it's not as if the Broncos have stolen him from under their noses. He's not been around effect- for a year. But effectively they have, because yeah. he's, he's he's still under contract to them. So they can't just turn up and say, yeah, no, no, we'll have him now. I don't have an answer to it. I don't have a better <laughs> suggestion. Like for. I just don't like it. <laughs> It just feels it just feels a bit like they've they've gone and got their guy who's a free agent on the market. And as far as the Broncos are concerned, like they've you know I mean the fix for it was for the Saints not to fuck up their roster to the point that he didn't want to be in the same city anymore. I mean again, that not ship Denver's has fault. sailed. <laughs> yeah. Um Craig is back. We don't know for how long. Um I would hate to break it to you, but you didn't win the quiz. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. I've, I've, I've dipped in and out. I had my earpiece in, but it disconnected. I heard Mark use the word gravitas twice. I don't think I've heard that word in. That's, oh, did I? So that's interesting. <laughs> and uh, but I did tell you, I'm man's cooking dinner, bro. And 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 very on brand that um, what I've heard is extended chat about uh, uh, presenters and um, something about the Broncos. So yeah. no championship games yet. No snap. This is why you're here. <laughs> I mean, is, is it though? <laughs> why are um, you here, listener? <laughs> really? Why are you here? Write in and tell us what you want to hear from these podcasts. Yeah. Free post. <laughs> Long snap the, pod. The, the King Road, Swindon. <laughs> yeah. PO box. Mm. <laughs> It'll definitely reach us. <laughs> All right, we've covered Sean Payton, other head coaching hire, D'Amico Ryans to the Texans. Um, like that. Yeah. I like that. I like it. I don't want to like it because it's the Texans. Um, I'm sure he'll be gone after a year because it's the Texans. Mm-hmm. So that, that offsets me not liking that I like it if you catch my drift. Makes the um, six year contract expensive, doesn't it? They, they're not bothered about that. Um, that they've not been bothered about that sort of thing in the past. I don't see why they're about to start now. Um, I mean, it doesn't count against your cap, does it? So it's just idiot tax. It doesn't make your team any worse. <laughs> I do hope D'Amico Ryan does have some sort of protection built into his contract because it's not going to be funny. They don't have the best reputation. So, uh, you know, <laughs> come on, my brother. <laughs> be, be, be smart. <laughs> I, I'm really hoping if he does get jerked, at least he he gets a bag. Well, a six-year yeah, contract fair. suggests that he would. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it... From everything... I mean, I don't want to reiterate anything that Rich says about the 49ers. And we hear enough about that when he's here. But he doesn't say anything bad ever about D'Amico Ryans. 
Um, and that's well, it's very obvious. You've got to look at their defense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't I don't see it was inevitable that he was going to get a head coaching gig, which he deserves. Um, I'm sorry for him that it's the Texans one, but <laughs> it makes a lot of sense because he was a he was a player for the Texans for the first five years of his yeah, career. Yeah. So it it makes a lot of sense that I think his family, a lot of his family were fairly settled there as well at the time. So, yeah. But didn't so... he also sue them? So it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, but who hasn't? Who hasn't? Yeah. yeah, bygones be bygones. You paid me my <laughs> money and apologize. It's fine. <laughs> the chances are they deserved it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Um, all right. Do should we? I've run out of. I mean, literally nothing else has happened in the NFL today, as <laughs> as we said. So nothing championship else. games. We we may yeah. We should probably chat about them a bit. Yeah. A little bit. Um, Niners Eagles now. Yeah, we we all went into this game thinking this is going to be a good one. <laughs> I, I can't wait to like we were talking last week about how each defense was going to match with each offense and where the key battles were, and none of it mattered. Um, everything that could go wrong for the 49ers did. Um, it's like and early, uh, you know, you a kind of a freak injury for Brock Purdy. Josh Johnson wasn't going to get it done. The Eagles knew he wasn't going to get done. He ended up getting hurt himself. So they start Brock Purdy back in. The Eagles then knew he wasn't going to throw the ball longer than the screen. So <laughs> it was very easy to defend. The game as a contest was was over. Maybe even before he even got hurt, it just seemed to be going that way. It was just one of those, as soon as you saw the first snap, it was just like, oh, Rich, I'm sorry. This is this ain't your night. Um, and And so it was. I don't think it was as quite as early as the first snap. Um, I think that there were that they were the Forty ers were were dominated on both sides of the, the line of scrimmage, um, which which certainly didn't help them. But they also were incredibly unlucky, I think, in this game to for all the things that transpired in the game. So, and some of it was luck, some of it was poor execution. But when you take into account the the fourth down play that was the drop catch that got called and that they score straight away like after that that doesn't help three snaps later Brock Purdy gets injured um, and even then when that happens the 49ers defense is holding up they're playing well when Christian McCaffrey goes in to score his touchdown to make it 7-7 you kind of think that they've got a chance here but then defensive penalties, poor execution, stupid decisions on the defense, the Josh Johnson fumble off the the shotgun snap. It just snowballed though. It was it did. I just it felt, got, I just it got out that... of control. It got out of control, and they were just I think that stuff kept on getting on top of them. And like the the Eagles were constantly I don't think the Eagles offense played very well, particularly other than the offensive line. I don't think they were that great. I, I, fe- um, I felt that it was it was almost like they knew that like they were playing, as you say, they were playing well on defense in the first yeah. half, but it was almost like they knew it wasn't gonna be enough. And they they had to like they had to score on defense. I think we said we, we were having a chat, we said this, they like they've they've got to they've got to get a pick six or something to change the momentum. And be- because they knew that they, their offense couldn't score points. Um, that really fourth think- that fourth down play early. Just it like it was a perfect storm, but it kind of just set the tone. I just felt like I could just my gut just said that it wasn't going to be their night, and it like everything everything just went wrong. Like I mean, 
yeah, it's a bad call on the field, but you're watching it first first time. We all thought, what an incredible catch! Oh yeah, yeah. But you, when you when you look back, you can see Smith afterwards. Straight away, he's giving it the hands, getting the huddle, getting the huddle. I know I've not caught it. And, and the Niners um, should have spotted that. They should have the spotted Niners, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you've got the mechanism in place to get that corrected. Yeah. As soon as the guy knows, you want like, and I, I get it, it's difficult to throw a challenge flag when you when you have no idea that he's not dropped, when he's not caught the ball. Um, but may, and maybe that's something that the 49ers and every team in the league needs to learn a bit better. Because I, I feel like a Belichick coach team would have picked up on that. Yeah, probably. Um, and that they had the challenge that went the other way, obviously just yeah. to rub salt on the wounds. Um, but and then you you know exactly what's what's coming. Um, the yeah, I think they I think the running into the kicker call was a poor one um, because he basically gets thrown into the kicker by one of the kicker's own teammates. Um, I didn't like that as a as a call particularly. Um, it was that was another one when I saw it at the time. I thought, fair cop, that's a stupid play. Yeah. But it's only even. I mean, I was talking to Craig and Pat while we were watching that, and I was like, yeah, you don't. That's stupid. What you? But I've seen, yeah, I've seen it since, and you're like, yeah, that's pretty unlucky. Yeah, um, I can, I can see why the refs call it though. Yeah, yeah. Can, it's just. But it's yeah. for me, it's just another example of where it was one of those games where everything that can go wrong for the 49ers did go wrong. And they were, they were architects of their own downfall to a, to a point. And it's a shame that we got robbed of, because it, that, you know, you go back to it and you think if, if the referees call that Devonta Smith pass as incomplete on fourth down, suddenly the 49ers get the ball. If Brock Purdy yeah, doesn't get yeah. injured, we're looking at a totally different game. Um, and I don't, because like I, don't I, said, think, I don't think the Eagles played that great. I don't think you can put it on the, like, there's been a lot for both games is sort of, and I've not seen a huge amount of fallout, I guess, in general, like in terms of the media coverage. But what I have seen seems to be a lot of commentary about the refs. I think that's reaching, personally. I think the Devontae Smith catch, in real time, it looked like a catch. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if anything, you've got, if, we said it, uh, and it's hindsight 2020, but if you end up leaving the first half with, timeouts in your pocket you could have chanced chanced your arm exactly. and um you know if there was any doubt in your mind it was probably worth worth a shout and you would have won the challenge so i think the big thing was the injury i think that injury to purdy early that after that it just felt like a massive massive task i i agree that i don't think the eagles played great but they didn't have to right mm -hmm. and what more did they what we keep saying we keep done? saying this, don't we? Every yeah. every what week. Should like... they, have done? they yeah. they were they fucking battered them in the end. It, this, it was a, a utterly utterly dominant performance. At no point, I mean, you, you, the run game looked fantastic for the Eagles. Like uh, it, it, they were very very strong on defense, and the Niners had their moments on defense. They did get through. I, I thought it was just a shame that Purdy got injured. And the Niners got unlucky having multiple injuries at quarterback. No, no team can suffer four injuries at quarterback. I just don't see a thing as possible. So it turned out they could suffer two. In fact, yeah. in fact, in fact, the second one helped them. In truth, <laughs> um, but four was four was just too many. Um, I the, Purdy's injury, by the way, he's it looks like he's going to be out for a year. Like Shit. he's he's just it just looked like he got he, he knocked his arm, um, and it's. A UCL injury that requires surgery. Then first they said six nine months. Where you think, okay, he 
back for sort of the preseason. But now they're saying it might be a year. That's an absolute disaster for them. You kind of hope that that's not him done because he's come in, had yeah, this right. remarkable run. But and, and there's a lot, quite rightly, that's been spoken about. You know, is he likely to be the starter next year? So not say, now. well, not now. So and now we're back to Trey Lance, and Trey Lance comes in, starts, does okay. Is Brock Purdy ever heard of ever again? You don't know after this because he's going to be the same player again after this. Who knows? It's it, it really felt like well, if, Trey, if Trey Lance comes in and does well and hits the ground running, some team somewhere is going to take a flyer on Brock Purdy. He would have yeah. some sort of value you, you, based on what we've seen. So. I would hope yeah. so. Yeah, I would hope so. But a lot well, from of what I've read, he's basically going to have to relearn his throwing motion with a rebuilt elbow tendon ligament, whatever the word is. So it's a long journey back. It is. It's bad. I feel. I really feel for the guy because he's like you know, like we've all spoken about to, to various degrees. Um, he's been phenomenal since he's come in, and it, I really felt like his play had deserved a chance to lead them to the Super Bowl, and the fact that that was stolen, it's heartbreaking for him and really heartbreaking for the 49ers because, yeah, it was just as soon as that happened, you felt like, no, that's probably it for them. It's not a good game for us because the the, the Niners D kept it close for like six drives or something. Yeah, They allowed them to, they allowed the 49ers to equalise eventually, but just got ground down because the offence had so little so much of the time. And I think there's a wider issue to be thought about here in that the reason we get into these situations is limited cap space and limited roster sizes. And that's the NFL at times making its own product worse because of the rules that it imposes on teams. So it feels like maybe a little bit more cap space, a little bit of a larger squad for your team, for your games, more than the 53 and maybe prescribe, okay, everyone has, three quarterbacks on their matchday roster and we'll give you an extra slot for it. Everyone has two place kickers on their matchday roster and we give you an extra slot for it. You've got a little bit more backup then in case this sort of thing happens and less games will get absolutely ruined by it. I saw someone suggest this about having, yeah, allow an extra quarterback, but it's allowed. You can have as many as you, you know, well, not maybe not as many as you like, but you can have an extra quarterback on your game day roster if you want. You've just got All right, to- all right Jack. Take a spot from somewhere. <laughs> take a spot yeah, from somewhere and else. Teams don't because the fifty-three is limited. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expand yeah. it beyond fifty-three with a stipulation that we're giving you this extra quarterback slot and this extra kicker slot because if they, they have, go down, they have relaxed it the damages IR. the product. The IR rules have changed, which has helped. Yeah, um, yeah. but I think I no, I I agree. It, it's but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do you want even bigger rosters? In in the league, maybe it's not yeah, the size of the roster, t- but the match day, the match day, how many guys you're allowed to dress? I think maybe that could change. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, and, rather than the roster itself. Yeah, yeah, and like we, we there's a limited number of like NFL caliber quarterbacks. We've seen even some of the backups, the, the, your second quarterbacks in this thing can't really put together that watchable football that you'd like to see. But there's probably enough. There's players floating around not on rosters right now who could have been behind Josh Johnson or maybe slightly ahead of him and uh <laughs> <laughs> and made that more of a watchable game. You know what I mean? It comes to something though, doesn't it, when you're talking about Christian McCaffrey is going to be a quarterback in an NFL championship game. Wow. Do, do, do you know what though? It feels like like 
we were talking about this again. Like, have you ever seen the emergency quarterback activated? And like it, it in my head, it's always been like the autopilot that's inflatable in airplane. <laughs> I was like, just about the, to say exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> they activate the emergency quarterback. Um, right, and there are times that I've seen it discussed in games where obviously you get an injury like that, and then the other guy looks shaky, and you're like, okay, what what happens here? Um, but it's a bit like I'm sure know, I've seen like that happen that in NFL. I'm sure I've seen it happen in an NFL game, but every time. I try and think about it. I can only think about yeah, emergency it goalkeepers. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it was literally in my I can't get that vision out of my mind. Yeah, yeah, sure Harry Harry Kane in that Europa League game when I was really young. Yeah, but that that's what like I miss that. Like that jeopardy of yeah, an outfield player having to go in goal. It's the same <laughs> it's the same thing. And I'm I'm sure obviously the game's better for not having it blah 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 but I, I just want it <laughs> players playing out of position um yeah like but you do see when the kicker goes down and they'll get the punter doing it or they'll just go for two every time and it it changes the game because you're not going to have two kickers in your game day roster um but yeah i just i don't know um, it's as fun as it is it it's not very, very helpful for the 49ers in an AFC Championship game, is it? As you say, so against one of the best defense, against one of the best defenses in the league as well, and they were going to struggle to throw the ball on that on that defense much anyway, because they're probably the best cornerback tandem in the league. Um, the, the linebackers are incredible, but they were they were going to have a far better chance with Purdy than they were without him, obviously. It's um it, yeah, and I I feel like I was so pumped for this game. I thought it, out of the two, this was the one I thought was going to be the better game. Yeah, yeah. And it was a real shame that it ended up the way that it did so early. Because you're right, it did like it deflate it as a contest quite early on, especially for Rich. <laughs> yeah, poor poor Rich. I mean, he's too devastated to even be here. And <laughs> the the Eagles though, did we learn anything? I think oh, Craig just Craig just said about how good they look looked running the football um well we've seen that um that it seemed it seemed pretty effortless for them in the second half like the the Niners were struggling to stop them the running it all over them so that meant we didn't see much of Jalen Hurts throwing the ball um yeah have they we keep saying it but they're still not they've still not really been tested it's not their fault we talk about how they ran it all over them, but they're, you know, if it, high, well, maybe. the highest rusher was 48 yards. They only managed about, they, they, they averaged under four yards a carry. They they just ran it a lot. Um, and what they did well, they have, there was a couple of touchdowns where they, they managed to get in untouched. And that was more on the, the Niners defense than it was on necessarily what they were doing. Um, but they, they ran it a lot. I'm, I'm not so convinced they ran it incredibly okay. effectively they did okay um and that was clearly that was clearly the game plan because their highest receiving yards was 36 it felt like was, they did in a that, zone, 29 maybe, yards of that shouldn't have counted um so it's i think it's always the, the the thing for me is when you are able to like commit to the run get three yards and it still be a part like you're still winning like that's that's ultimately it. They they didn't need to do anything else. When they needed to throw it to AJ Brown, they did. When they needed to throw it to Devontae Smith, they did. But 
you know, Sanders and Gamer ran the ball and and they won comfortably. And I do think. Boston's got as well. They spread it around. Yeah, um, and that's the bit the, that we do, so we don't know. I I I want to. I think the the Super Bowl is going to be brilliant. Yeah, because they're going to have to open up. The Super Bowl is going to be fantastic. It. Completely correct. Yeah, mm. because they can't play like this against mm. whoever it is from the AFC. They've uh, they're Absolutely. playing. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> do you think? Do you think anyone has avoided the score <laughs> to listen thinking, to this? I'm gonna I'm gonna find out what happened on the Log Zapper podcast. Definitely I'm not. Not, someone... not, gonna, not gonna watch the AFC Championship game live. No, um, not gonna watch it in the morning. <laughs> What's the best? What's the most exciting way to hear what happened? <laughs> Wait till they finish chatting about who their favourite announcer is and whether they're third <laughs> for grass, and then find out the score. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what's happening, definitely. Well, look, without further ado, should we go there and find out who the Philadelphia Eagles are going to play in the Super Bowl? Drum roll, please. <laughs> um, it was the Kansas the Buffalo Army. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we all know who it was. It was a better game than the first one. Um, Bengals. Chiefs. Really weird game though. Weird game. Yes. So odd. And yeah, so many odd things happened in the game. It was. Well, we, yeah, we, we didn't know what Mahomes was going to look like. Um, well, we knew what it was going to look like. Um, like we, yes. we knew it was, we know what he sounds like, as we've established. Um, but we, yeah, we, we didn't know how mobile he was going to be. Obviously, he is more than capable of throwing while standing still, as as well as uh, throwing while evading pressure. It doesn't seem to matter. He can he can do it all, um, and that was no surprise. It didn't seem to hurt them particularly that he was less mobile. Well, it it maybe did, um, but it, it got worse and worse as the game went on. I think, but yeah. he's got there two was weeks one... rest now. So if it was going to slow him down enough to lose him the game, it was this one, not the next one. Yeah. There was one rollout where he rolled out to his left and planted his ankle, and you could see it, he it hurt. <laughs> well, he took he took a bloody he 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 ran for a key first down and got licked out of bounds. Like the guy's a gamer, man. You, I think yeah. Patrick Mahomes comes out un, uh, somehow. Patrick Mahomes comes out of this game with an enhanced reputation. I yeah, think definitely. Patrick Mahomes is yeah. even better than we thought he was. And I thought he was bloody brilliant beforehand. Considering uh, as well, it, it like it, it felt to me that like the first half, they 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 were completely on top, right? They they played better defensively. I thought they looked outstanding. They they completely did what the Buffalo Bills completely failed to do, and that was take advantage of the the Bengals, um, a lot of injuries on their O line, and battered Burrow early and often. Um, but the one thing that they didn't manage to do, the Chiefs, was put them all, put them out of sight. They would they would get a lot of field goals, and it was as the as that half was progressing, and then into the third quarter, it felt like it was the the Chiefs started to lose their wide receivers because they were all going down injured, and it felt like everything that they were doing on offense was becoming a struggle. It also, also the Bengals hard. worked out how to deal with the Chiefs' pass rush. So yes. they couldn't sustain it the whole game, yeah, and, yeah. and it they 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 slowly got their way back into it. That's it. Unlike the did. Jaguars, they worked out how to stop Travis Kelsey being t- five yards open on every single fucking play as well. <laughs> yeah, but to Craig's point, when it started to get harder and the moving the ball wasn't easy for the for the Chiefs at all in that second half, 
but Mahomes still found a way. He still found a way to find, you know, to get Marquez Valdez scantling open, to get mm-hmm. rookie wide receivers to keep finding Travis Kelsey. They he found a way to get it done. And whether that was like running for that when he clearly didn't want to, he ran for that first down. He managed to he managed to do it even after well, he, he, he back, even after the snap that went through his hand that gave the ball away. Looked like he nearly broke his damn arm. Pat Garda, man, make a business decision. That is not your job. What are you doing? <laughs> it. It's gone. But, <laughs> but you know what? It's the it's the AFC Championship, and he knew like all his instincts told him he's got to run for that first down. Yeah. They put the game. Nah, the not the line. run, but jumping on the floor after that bubbled snap, and there's a three hundred yeah, pound okay. defensive yeah. lineman. No, Pat. Pat, you step <laughs> back, mate. <laughs> this plays over for you, you sir. You, you have it. You have yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fair. But it, it was. But yeah, when when the game was there to be won, when it mattered, he do whatever he needed because, to do. Because, because in all honesty, when when after they after it goes, I think the, the very start of the fourth quarter when they come back out and I think it's the Bengals go for it on fourth down and have the long ball to either chase or I think it was Jamar Chase. And then they get in to score the touchdown um, with P Ryan a couple of plays after that to make it 20 all. I could only see the Bengals winning it at that point. They were the team in the ascendancy. The Chiefs had no weapons left, really. All their top three wide receivers were all out injured. Pat Mahomes looked like he's hobbling all around. But somehow... The guy's still fucking good enough to find a way to win the game. And it's, it was incredible. And that's what you love about it is that actually the Bengals did like as tight, you know, it wasn't the um, Rams Chiefs 54-51 ridiculousness, but it was such a it was such an enticing football game. The the ebbs and flows, there was a willing dance partner in Cincinnati. Uh, Joe Burrow is a fantastic story. And the AFC is set for 10 years with with both Lamar Jackson, Joe Allen, Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it, it just Joe Allen. Joe, Joe Allen, the Welsh midfielder. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's almost seconds, like that was deliberate. Yeah, it was, it was a good player. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just an embarrassment of riches. Um, so what I get, but there is just, you know, I, I, I cannot overstate the point. There is no... There is not, nothing better than watching Patrick Mahomes throw a football. When you watch him throw a football, you can't tell me Philip Rivers is playing the same game. It's not the same thing. <laughs> he's, he's such a, he's so, he's so precise. I used to love, when I first got into American football, I was in awe of Peyton Manning. It was such a thing to behold, watching someone just, just control a football game in that way. And Patrick Mahomes... It's, it's 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 even it's even more impressive. It's like Neo. It's like football is the Matrix, and Patrick Mahomes is Neo. I I, I love I love it. I think he's fantastic, and I tr- I think I think he's going to win the Super Bowl. I think it's going. I I don't think we'll ever see anything like this again. And that was part of the difference, wasn't it? That Mahomes, despite everything, kept his cool, and Burrow didn't quite. And yeah, that's the edge that you need. And you've got to hand it, considering what how how it was going for them, and even when when they scored to make it twenty twenty, there's still like fourteen minutes left in the fourth quarter, um, but they're down to the bare bones. But the bare bones, the rookies in that squad stepped up and got it done. You look at the the interception um, deep in the deep in the fourth quarter, which the tip ball was two rookie corners that kind of tipped the ball to each other. 
That's a great play, by the way. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The 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 punt return from Sky Moore's another rookie. There was a really important catch that Marcus Kemp had, his only catch of the game, but really significant deep in the third quarter. Pacheco didn't even know he was a player. I thought he was a guy out of East Enders. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Pacheco had another big game, um, not necessarily rushing the ball, but was really significant catching the ball. Um, they stepped up when they needed to. When like they lost Kadarius Tony, Smith Schuster, all those guys, they f- they found a way. And I don't think they do. If like 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 Craig said, I don't think that happens if Phil Rivers is chucking them the ball. <laughs> and actually, you know, what, you know what? A word on Pacheco. I actually think he was he was brilliant too. Like, and that's what it does in the midst of great players. You, it, it raises everyone up. Pacheco looked like Nick Chubb, where, you know, when you hit contact, boom, and his legs still pounding, still pounding. It's like Pacheco could be wasted at the Chiefs, you know. To, to, running, <laughs> running, backs, running backs are wasted there because just because they don't need them. But that, um, like, I, he, that play he had again in the fourth, there were so many massive moments hmm. in that fourth quarter, considering there was what, like the, the, the touchdown really, really early on and then nothing until the field goal with six seconds left. But there were some massive moments in his run that ultimately didn't lead to a score, but really helped them out from a field position point of view. Um, was massive. And he, like how he wasn't tackled, he had like four guys hanging off him, shrugged them all off contact, 20 yards down the field. Run through so, contact. It's just such an impressive thing. It was yeah. good. And Kelsey got loose again. I, I think, it, yeah, the Chiefs are so, they're just so set, aren't they? And Kelsey brothers in, in, in the Super Bowl final. I love it. I do think it's a, it's going to be a fantastic game. The NFL should mention that, that there are <laughs> two brothers. <laughs> in, in... <laughs> I saw someone like someone say, are they the two greatest brothers to ever play a sport at the same oh, time? God. Any... <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Not, not, not even, even this, this sport. sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this, yeah. The, what, we've got to talk about this, though. I'm sorry to do this. Um, the fifth down, fifth down gate, or whatever you want to call it, um, two third downs in a row um, for the, the uh, which way round was it? Whatever way round that screwed the Bengals. Um, so that, but you know, it didn't. They ended up punting on that drive anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, but made no difference if anything they like it, the whiffed they, a bit. They went back it did with the fact that they had to go back they got a better play the second time around they sacked him right so actually they got a better result <laughs> yeah uh was that the uh, i can't remember which no there was a penalty on that play though so there was a holding call on that play rightly um yeah. so they didn't they didn't get the result on the immediate play but then they stopped them on the next after That's they it. after they got first down, uh, but but wasn't that the, the the ref tried to stop it and he, they didn't hear it? It was just it happens, man. It's part we didn't hear it on commentary apparently, but he did try and stop it before you saw him running in the, the corner, car. didn't you? Yeah, I haven't I haven't actually run. watched all the I, like I believe it, I believe it. Um, there are there okay. are two or three. Good to know. <laughs> Adam <laughs> believes it. <laughs> the NFL can sleep easy tonight now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. We, just relax, to clarify, guys. <laughs> just to clarify, I don't think the NFL is rigged. Um, I, think the, rigged. I think the I think Bengals fans rigged. are a bunch of whiny little bastards. I think yeah, I think that the whole concept of of games being rigged is ludicrous. I do think the officiating across both games left an awful lot to be desired. Yeah, and there were some there were some really poor calls. Um, it, the explanations like the missing when they the, the punt it was so clearly hit the wire 
but they didn't have the angle for it and no one saw it or none of the officiating crew saw it, but every single player on the field clearly saw it. I love, it. I love Brett, Brett Kern's reaction. Like, <laughs> like, basically with, to say, like, what are you doing? I have not just shanked a punt 30 yards. I don't do that. What, like, come on, you've seen this, right? All, all I could think of when it was, um, when Brent Kern was kicking off was you Say like defending his corner, saying there's no way he made that mistake. No, 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 not a chance. He's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, um, yeah. They, I think that the officiating was across both games was was really really poor, and I, I I still think it comes back to where they change it in the playoffs to have so these mix like, up all the crews, mix yeah. up the crews that you've worked with for 17 weeks, and all of a sudden you get these like superstar crews that have never worked with each other before. And uh, yeah, I don't like it. I seem to remember having a similar conversation last season when like a lot of big calls were being missed and we thought it was stupid then and I still think it's stupid now. Yep. There could be an element of that with that third doubt, like it was Ron Torbett, wasn't it? Trying yeah. to stop it. But maybe, yeah, maybe if he's with his normal crew, they they all get to, they, instinctively, they, they maybe they know yeah. what they're doing. But they're, also, they're few, man, few, the few thing is, it is, I, I haven't looked at it outside of the, um, the sky cam thing, which is kind of laughable, but also if you didn't see it, you shouldn't say, Oh, yeah, we saw it. Do you know what I'm saying? So, there's a there is at least an integrity in that, yeah. People are human, like, this is part of the game. Like, I don't think a lot of those calls, calls like I say, I, I'm not hugely mad at the um, uh, the redo down because one of the refs tried to stop it. It didn't happen. I'm not mad at the Devonte Smith catch, particularly. You could have challenged that. Um, Patrick Mahomes was hit out of bounds. That was ridiculous. Terrible decision. So I just think it, it's part of the game. Sometimes it doesn't it doesn't go your way, and that is also part of the drama. Like terrible, de- terrible decision. Terrible decision by the defender. I assume you mean not by the ref. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I, like the, I, I, the guy, when you look at the pictures at the end, he he'd had an excellent game. Like I think was it a sigh? Um, yeah, you're right. Heartbreaking, Heart- an yeah. excellent game. Grim. And when he Got sat it. there, just like in in floods of tears mm. on on the sideline, because he knows he's fucked up big mm. time. Because like call didn't it need what, to make, didn't need to do it. No, Simple call it what it is. If he doesn't do that, they don't make the kicks. It's a sixty yard field goal. And if if he doesn't, um, he doesn't. I think they had they had time to run a quick out. I think I can't remember, but I remember watching it, thinking there was eight it seconds. didn't seem it didn't seem likely. Yeah, but no, I agree. Like fundamentally, it's, it wasn't the only thing that cost them that game. No, no, no. no. it was no, the last exactly. thing. So it feels like the worst. But you're right to focus entirely exclusively on that post game and not talk about the fact that he'd had a decent game before that. He, he plays so well. That, else on. that so is well. that is a really pertinent point, and it's very easy to get to focus on the last thing that happened. Um, yeah. Like Ryan Tannehill throwing an interception against the Bengals in the playoffs a year ago was the last thing that went wrong in that game. That was a last kick, like just like this was, it was a last second field goal to win it. Um, Ryan Tannehill doesn't throw that pick. We don't lose. But equally, if 10 other things, like one thing in the first quarter happens differently, we don't lose. So that's exactly the right way to look at it. Like he, if he doesn't do that stupid thing, if he doesn't shove Mahomes out of bounds, they might, they might have won the game. But equally, if Burrow doesn't throw a pick earlier, they might have won the game. 
So that ain't gonna that ain't gonna do that man is not thinking that right now. No, 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 but, but logically, there's no... logically there's, there's yeah, but that is all part but also part of part of sport, of course, particularly elite sport, is 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 not is, is is those critical moments, right? You can be good nine out of ten times, but if the tenth time is the last second of the game, it was the most important time. You're better off being one for ten in that last second. And give yourself the win, and that's a, like this. No, no hate. Like you saw, the guy's broken. Yeah, and has somebody who has has unfortunately lost in critical moments. I can tell you, it's horrible. I don't it think was... there's any. There's not. There's not a worse. There's not a worse position. I, I've thank God I've never been knocked out. But I can imagine in a fight you compare getting knocked out. I'd rather be knocked out ten times than being in a football game where you've got. 52 other people desperately trying to win. You've all in played that game your heart well. out. You've all, you're in a championship game. You've yeah. all given everything you can, all the sacrifices of the year. All of you have bled blood, sweat and tears as a team, as a family. And you make one critical mistake. And, oh, mate. You know, it, it was, horrible. it was um, Marcus Williams a few years ago yeah, um, yeah. With the the Minnesota play, Stefan Diggs and that yeah. that walk off touchdown, and he blew it, and it was yeah. it felt very much like that. And he'll bounce like he bounced back. The you know, it it happens. Unfortunately, Starting next season, no one they won't be talking about it anymore. That it, it won't be a thing. Yeah, but people like, forget in the off season. You'll like you could almost feel it dawning on him more and more as as it went, and that with every passing moment, he was realizing another thing that was that he'd costed, or in his perception, he costed in that moment. And yeah. it was good to see some of his teammates coming out and supporting him. Like BJ it wasn't Hill, many cause... though. It wasn't many, and that, that, I agree with you. It didn't feel like a lot. And you did hear was... some assholes in the background as well on some of the footage. You did. Yeah, it's um, yeah, oh, devastated for the guy. But as Craig said, you can't do it. Can't do it. Although yeah. I, I do have, for people like that, in that type of situation, I do have a modicum of sympathy because I almost feel like once you've engaged your brain that you're going to push that guy who's... Oh, it's impossible to pull out. So it's difficult so to pull out. So difficult. Mm. And yeah. Just a bad angle, bad decision. But yeah, once he totally. was in... Yeah, I get it. The so, some, of, some of the reaction from... Uh, I don't know. Well, do I want to go down this road? Some of the reaction from the Bengals fans and organizations a bit shitty, which just ties in with everything that they've been, everything, everything. Yeah, I know. And it, it just, Hey, Bengals fans, you can, you can lose lose with more dignity than that. Yeah. Better go go get those refunds, Bengals fans. Like the, the officiating stuff, like they're all convinced that the NFL is rigged because They didn't because obviously the the enormity of that third down thing, um, which we've debunked. But then they latch onto every single 50-50 like subjective call. Like there was a grounding call against Burrow. It was intentional grounding. And just because it doesn't get called very often, um, it, arguably it should. But you look at the replay, there's no one anywhere near where he's stuck, he's trying to he's thrown that into the dirt and he's about to take a sack. It's grounding clear as day. Just um start you like you get blinkered. When something something as big as that, and if it's in a big game, it just it brings out the worst in people. We've all it's, been there, haven't we, Mark? It's it, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's, it's always it's always the same when it affects you 
when you're thinking about it irrationally, you always react in a certain way. Um, I think when you go back and digest the game, there's very little calls that I think you would say are wrong. Do you know, and another day, another day, the Bengals win that game. Last year, they won that game. You know, yeah, they, they well, both, like, both were so close. Yeah. Like I said, when it, 2020, I could only see one winner and it wasn't Kansas City. Um, but they've, they've found a way to get through. What rankled with me a bit this weekend was both games suffered from a lot of flags, most of which were warranted, but some of which were like borderline <laughs> ticky-tacky. It did feel like the San Francisco 49ers, like if they looked in the wrong way, then the refs were flagging it. It made both games worse as a spectacle. And you rewind back to Jaguars' charges and the Chargers got away with shit for the entire game, and everyone was like, oh, yeah, but it's the postseason. They don't throw as many flags in the postseason. They let players play. Well, that lasted about three games. What you want mm-hmm. is consistency throughout the season, and it's up and down a lot at the moment, and that's not helping the product, I don't think. All we want is consistency. Uh, Josh Jobs' pass versus... No, I'm not going to go there. I promise <laughs> I it does. I don't know. It, it you you say about the the officiating in the Niners game um, and ticky tacky, but they, they were they were proper fighting by the end. They lost. Yeah. They lost the plot. Oh, yeah. We should have covered that earlier. I think um, just some, a good a good pro, a good fight. I love a good fight. I shouldn't, yeah. but I do. Um, Trent Trent I mean, Williams. It, it, <laughs> in neither case did it affect the outcome of the game. The better no, one of those cases, but it's because, more. They're doing it because of the outcome of the game. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's more about helping the game to flow rather than chopping it up into four hour 20 second segments yeah yeah all right anything else to mention from the the championship games we we might i don't want to ever 100 commit to anything but we might come back next week for craig's quiz and to preview the super bowl um you've got a quiz ready so. for next week craig <laughs> say that's a yes <laughs> definitely ready <laughs> <laughs> He hasn't given it a second thought since last year. Well, I've, I've literally got, I've got, I've got, I've got my nearly completed quiz that we didn't do. I just need to dig that back out and actually do it. So, okay, there right. we go. Should so we'll right. see, we'll see you in May, <laughs> April, May, May, June, <laughs> March. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I like that. I like, I like that. I like that about this quiz. That's, that's almost is. the best. That's like the best thing about this quiz. Question one: Steve, When <laughs> when will it happen? Yeah, Steve, is that anytime, lovely? Any, anytime touchdown bet. Will the Craig's quiz be before or after the draft? <laughs> lovely, <laughs> lovely. Um, well, there might not be more than one or two episodes between now and the draft. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? All right. Any other business? Let's let's go there. Um, Craig, on the basis that you might drop out at any time, should we start with you? Or are you, or are you here for the duration now? Maybe you are. I'm here for the duration, so uh, don't start on me because I don't have nothing right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Give me thinking time. Um, Mark? Uh, so mine is a... Uh, I, I'm a mate who I used to work with um, is coming from Brighton to to Bath on um, on this Friday for a night out. I don't think he's a massive NFL fan, but he does find it hilarious that I do an NFL podcast. And he said that he was going to listen to this pod by way of being able to provide some banter when he arrives. So, uh, Barco, 
Barco, if you're still listening, then I owe you the first three drinks tonight uh, when I speak to you later on. There's the challenge. Have you made it this far? Wow. Though, do you want to give it a password? Because he might make something like that up. I mean, I would. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you've got to say Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the NFL. No, something that he might not be able to just guess, but knowing you, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, nice. Well, keep us posted on that. I will do. Oh, by the way, I uh, I got off my Bristol City Council fine. um, Oh, okay. Spoke to a lovely chap called Ewan, who rang me afterwards and said that um, they apologised profusely for them not sending the first letter out. It's happened quite a lot over the Christmas period and that I just needed to wait for the next letter to arrive that I could appeal, and then I'd only have to pay the clean air zone fine. So uh, well done, Bristol City Council. Thank you. Oh, so you still are paying the fine? I'm happy with that. I don't care, because if I, if I went in the zone, I'll pay the, well, I'll pay the charge, but I don't have to pay the 120 quid fine that comes with it. Oh, I see. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. I'm good with that. Okay. I'll happily pay nine quid. <laughs> well, not happy about it. I went to see when I went to see uh, the the Niners game with Rich a few weekends ago. That cost me eighteen quid. The fucking driving through air zone charges, bastard. Move sure to Swindon, Rich. Sort everything out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pat, any other business? I was hoping Rich would be here for this one because he's the only one on the call who might sympathise. A couple of friends, well, friends, a couple of people in my social group have announced pregnancies recently and it kind of reminded me that I'm not typical in that I don't really have any paternal instincts so my natural reaction to when people do that isn't this unequivocal oh I'm really pleased to you sort of thing and I'm not very good at faking that so my reaction is more kind of like (laughs) why would you want to do that (laughs) oh no I've got I've got to be pleased sorry I've got to be pleased well done I'm glad you've got a thing you wanted that I don't understand why you want it's yeah it's it's socially awkward You think Rich was the only person that supported you. I think we've got three parents that are talking to you right now that can all understand why would you want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've been there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's kind of half apology, half am I the asshole, I suppose. (laughs) I'm not sure you're you're ever the asshole. Um, Well, maybe sometimes. Um, No, who am I kidding? Craig, any (laughs) other business? So I uh, went down to see some friends in uh, Portsmouth over the weekend, which was lovely. I haven't seen them in ages. Uh, but um, we brought... and this Portsmouth has a clean air zone. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that clean air stuff, that's just because you've got old cars, yeah? Otherwise, you don't have to pay attention to it, right? Well, well, yeah, but my car... You clearly didn't listen last week. Um, I haven't got. I haven't finished it. Yeah. <laughs> so my my car is fine in Bath, London, like most cities, but Bristol, it's not. What? Why? Yeah. D- d- fuck those. Your guess. What? It's different to you, Liz. It's apparently. Yeah. It's whatever the reason. If you go on to if you put my reg plate in, it's Bristol and Birmingham. I have to pay a fine. Every other city in the country, I'm free, and my car is clean enough. Get yourself a mini metro. You don't have that problem. <laughs> That's um okay, great. There's been lots of great content, listeners. Um so uh went down to went down to went down to Portsmouth and uh we brought the Taskmaster game. Has anybody played it? 
No, yes. I know we all we've all watched Taskmaster. It's, there it's is, in the there box is. from Christmas. Okay, it's yeah. it's it's yeah, we got it at Christmas as well. It's fucking sick. It's really really good fun. Everyone had a fantastic time. Uh, the boy played as well. So if you are, and it's like the first. So we've we, the last year. I must admit, we made bad decision in buying shitty games. You know, we've just like last minute. Oh, we might do something. Let's have a few games, but they're shitty games, not proper games. Whereas we over Christmas specifically bought three like proper games. One was Crystal Maze. Haven't played that one yet. Um, one was like, how does that work? Called, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. There's lots of little bits in it. I haven't played it yet, but I saw it on the box. Yeah. Um, one was like My Lobster or something, which is not a proper game, but it was good fun. And the other one was Taskmaster. And telling you, it's a winner. Uh, go buy it. And uh, Taskmaster, if you were, uh, uh, you know, free promo over here. So <laughs> <laughs> give us the stash. <laughs> <laughs> I played, this is not my A or B, but I played um, Life Size Monopoly recently in London or like a work thing. And um, it's not really, you, well, you sort of play Monopoly, uh, but to get a property in each, like each property that you land on, there's a little room next to it with like a crystal maze style. You've got two minutes to solve the, solve the riddle or whatever it is sort of game. And so every single property on the board's got a different one. I, I honestly, so much fun. Like you I can't imagine I can't imagine you'll do too well in jail, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I dropped the soap a couple of times, but no. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, that was it was it was very enjoyable. Um my my A or B is something much less lighthearted than that. Um there's a guy called Andrew Prue, who I don't know personally, but I've seen his his Twitter presence. Um, a, a Titans fan who attended the Week 18 game in Jacksonville with his wife. Um, who and they looking at their picture, I'm guessing they're sort of 30 ish. Um, his his wife had a had a heart attack that evening and was rushed to hospital in Jacksonville, and they've been stuck there ever since. And she's spent most of the remaining time in in a coma being being treated she's she's slowly recovering is the the gist of this um so so that's all good um but in in amongst all this all the chatter about um shitty fan bases and fan bases being awful to each other um in the it just it it just struck me as so many so many good things happening with i mean like the titans themselves got wind of it and the like sending them stuff and all the rest of it but the the jags fan base um helped them so that they have a a one year old daughter who was stuck in nashville being looked after by family when they're they're down in down in jacksonville they've they found them like a property it's like some some jags fans have managed to find them a an Airbnb to stay in and they've had like, there's been a GoFundMe and stuff and they've raised all the, the money to look after them and they've moved their daughter down to, to be with them while she recovers. Um, but it just, it was, it wasn't so much the tale of this is a really bad thing that happened. Obviously it's a really bad thing that happened to them, uh, but just, just of like a community doing like pulling together in a really good way, like regardless of where you live or the fact that you don't know them or whatever, Obviously, it helps with these things if they go viral. Um, you know, like 
Damar Hamlin is is going to be a, a massive thing because of where it happened and it's happened with the world watching. Um, it's something like that. Obviously, things like that happen to people who aren't famous who who don't get don't get the assistance. So I get that there's a lot of lot of luck and chance involved with this sort of stuff. Um, but um, yeah, it seems like Alexis's wife's name is he's, he's posting sort of twice daily updates on on Twitter about. You know, weaning her off sedatives and how she's responding, but like it's it's very much two steps forward and one step back is the gist of it, and she seems to be slowly recovering, which is which is the main thing. Um, but yeah, good good on you, good on you, people of Jacksonville. Um, not not good on you, some of the people of Jacksonville for how you've been about. You know, um, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna go back to the game. Um, that would be ridiculous <laughs> at this point. Um, so yeah, that was it. Um, that was a bit serious and I that on Jack's that. Twitter and um, yeah it's been nice to see the fan base pulling together in that sort of cause because you get a bit of vitriol particularly between the most intense rivals that you have um, and as we've said before every fan base has a minority of dickheads who bring shame on the rest of you some fan bases minority of dickheads is louder than others Bengals um, but we've seen. I think we've seen even some of the the sort of more trollier people you recognise from the Twitter circles have put that difference aside and been less of a dickhead in, in the last month or so about that. So yeah, it's it's a positive. Most human beings realise what's important when when they need to. It's not all. So. You'd um, hope but so, most, yeah. most Absolutely do. right. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I think that's I didn't plan to end with that, but there you go. I should have ended with life size monopoly and uh, crystal <laughs> crystal maze games. Uh, my team did win, by the way. Um, thought it Glad important that I should tell Good. you because that that's was the, right. that was the main thing. That's all that matters with these things. <laughs> um, look forward to playing that Taskmaster game, though. That does sound good. Um, Henry yeah. Henry will love that. Um, Facts, trust me. Trust me. It is good. Yeah, I might, we did it I might even bring it for the Super Bowl. I might bring it for the Super Bowl Whoa. still. Or one Woo. of us should bring oh. one of us should bring it for the Super Bowl. There you go. 100 percent Trust me. Yes, I like that. I like that suggestion a lot. Um, yeah, speaking of the Super Bowl, let's get together next week and talk about it. Um and get everything wrong, no doubt. But yeah, pleasure as always, chaps. Um go well, bye for now, blah blah, etc. I meant to mention it when we were talking about the Eagles game. Did you see that um, fucking the Empire State Building tweeted out after the game? They put in like, the Eagles colors. They put green, like the Eagles colors on their, like one of the Giants' most hated rivals. They put <laughs> themselves all green and tweeted out, fly Eagles, fly. I and- saw the best reply. The best reply to that was someone who replied saying, They've had the lights ready in case the Jets win the Super Bowl and they just got tired of waiting. <laughs> I think that they, honestly, they thought it was like, uh, this is going to be cool, let's do it. And then the backlash was so bad, they suddenly had to think, shit, let's put the red lights up the next day for the Chiefs to make it look like this was the plan the whole time. <laughs> it was, it was. I mean, 
it felt like a little was, bit tone deaf. It, well, yeah, it was, yeah, like to me, I would liken it to like like the Manchester Cathedral having the liver birds up there after Liverpool won the Champions League or something like that. It would just <laughs> never happen ever. And <laughs> what were you doing? Why on earth would you do that? It was, oh, mate, yeah, really bad. Give it a try, Manchester. <laughs> don't, don't do that. <laughs>